0: Welcome back to Takeus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. I'm Tim Takeus, and we're talking today about young onset dementia.
1: And I'm Barbara McGinnis. When you have that young onset, what kind of community resources? Where do you turn for help? One of the resources we have with us is Lynn Wood, Aging Services Coordinator with Mental Health America of the Mid-South. Of the Mid-South, yes. Thank you so much for having me here today. Thanks, Lynn. So how common is younger onset dementia, who gets it, and how do you help them? Well, I think we've heard that through our programming today. It is a low percentage, 5 to 10 Mm percent, and you want to know um, the age group is normally after 45 or in those 40 to 50s is Mm -hmm. early onset. So. What we do know is that the, the, the symptoms and everything are this the same, the process is still happening, it's just happening to someone who is younger. So the community resources that we offer are for those caregivers. We want to give the care to the caregiver who is living with that person who is living with the disease of Alzheimer's and or dementia.
0: Right. So we know that you know, the, we don't really know what causes we don't. You know, the, the why it's younger? Why it strikes some people? Why the others? So we really don't need to get into that. Perhaps, we, we don't but.
1: know what's what starts it. A lot of times, it could be contributed to a stroke, some sort of lack of blood going to the brain. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a counselor. So our organization is a nonprofit, and we do focus on the resources and information and the education of our mental health uh, for the whole population. Yeah, not um, just
0: not just the young onset.
1: Not just the young onset, again, Mm -hmm. our programming, uh, we do programming for normal aging versus not normal aging, which we heard the doctor talking about that, Mm -hmm. Um, but it is also how to approach that person who's living with dementia, whether it's early onset or later onset, it's still being able to have that uh, loved one have a productive life, a quality of life, um, being able to develop those memories in that stage that you're in, Mm -hmm. Um, instead of looking forward to what might happen. Let's enjoy what's going on right now. And that's where I can come in and work with families um, with our programming to help make that successful. What kind of programs are available for the younger onset dementia? Well, it would be um, the Things to say and things not to say, again, you're working with someone who is of a younger age uh, so the communication changes just a little bit. Also the roles are usually different in our senior population. We do see that men were the head of the household. Mm -hmm. In our younger uh, demographic, it's usually an equal partnership. So we heard from our um, loved one who has a husband with dementia, so now she's taking on those financial roles and things of that nature. Um, We have one-on-one groups where I can meet specifically with someone who is a caregiver for someone Mm -hmm. with dementia and that's where I would listen to what they are specifically going through because dementia it's We can have the diagnosis or the symptom of dementia, but it's gonna affect everyone differently. So I look at what is happening specifically with that family group, and then offer those direct resources. If it's bathing assistance, toiling assistance, sleeping better, uh, keeping the house safe from someone who wanders, Uh, that's where really my role comes in, is to help provide that caregiver but the quality of life and be able to keep their loved ones safe and at home if possible. So
0: that's the Mental Health America, the Mid-South program, Um, mm -hmm. I think it's the In-Home Caregiver Program? In-Home
1: Caregiver Program, and I don't have to go in home. I can go to libraries or doctor's offices or waiting rooms or wherever that family needs me to be, and we do cover uh, 13 counties. So Mm -hmm. I can go into Montgomery County, Stewart County, Um, uh, there's quite a number of McDonald's along the way. that I. Today. so let's
0: see so there's i think there's the in-home caregiver program yes. which is either in-home or not wherever
1: you want me there's mm-hmm. the
0: communicating effectively with healthcare care professionals yes. is that right there is tell that. us about what that means
1: it's training that caregiver that's going to work in an assisted living or in a memory care or in a independent living uh, being able to teach that caregiver the appropriate way to direct and redirect someone um, instead of just saying what do you want to wear today it's miss smith would you like to wear your blue blouse or your yellow blouse
0: Okay, so that's for providers, and That's effect. for the providers. Gotcha. That's
1: for the healthcare professionals. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then
0: there's a Just the Facts class? Our Just
1: the Facts class is a four-week class. It's an hour and a half, and um, four consecutive uh, weeks, and it starts do- um, dementia and Alzheimer's from the beginning, and it goes to the end, and it really talks about uh, what's happening in the brain, um, how to redirect, uh, some of the d- other disease processes that are out there. We do get into legal issues. I don't. I re, uh, your group has helped us out with that, and um, and it's also take
0: us McGinnis, take us McGinnis, yes. yes. Uh-huh. Thank you. Um,
1: and yeah. uh, we'll get that plug in there. That's right.
0: Um, you're, you're, you'll be next. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you. So it is a it is a four week class, and so uh, at the end of the class, they've just received materials on how to deal with the process, and uh, they can take it home and then share it. And then uh, we also talk about support groups and how important that is to find that niche so that you can have that group of support outside of the home. You need support in the home, but then also outside the home as well. Wow, what's your greatest tip for family members that are trying to live with this? Uh, Don't argue, you're not gonna win. It's mm-hmm. it's that thing you want to agree and move on, um, you know. Really keeping in mind that they, uh, the person living with the, the process, uh, they can't change. They're the way they are. What I do as an aging services coordinator is to, to work with the families to be able to make the cognitive changes. To do things differently to that person who's living with dementia. Because again, they are the way they are. This yeah. is what's going to happen. The only way to make a successful and good quality relationship is how do I approach that loved one now, mm-hmm. keeping with dignity and respect.
0: Right. So right. we're going to put your contact information up okay. and I'm going to ask great. you while we get that what do these programs cost?
1: I, we are free service. We are a nonprofit. Awesome. So my time is free. and. All Thir- my resources county are for, area right 13 county areas, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and, Lynn, so we really appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much. Thank you. I know we've just scratched the surface about what you guys can do. We have what, just scratched the surface. You guys can do. So,
0: so. All right. So, I'm Tim Takas, And for more information about the organizations and the topics that we've discussed today on Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour, uh, please go to our ve- website and click on the News Hour tab. And be sure to tune in again next time. Well, uh, for more candid discussions about issues involving aging, disability, and unexpected illness, thanks for watching.